0: What's up, Kickbackers? This is Sabrina with my girl Sharika and our brother EB inviting you to sit back, relax, and enjoy another episode of The Kickback.
1: What's good, Kickback family? Hopefully you are having a beautiful day where you are. I can tell you that I'm not because it is freezing (laughs) in Florida and I will be in the weather 53 and i know some people love this little nippy weather and my word of wisdom and my advice that i have for you is there's a lot of places north of florida that has this weather more often you can gladly go there one because florida is overcrowded two florida is super overcrowded like it's way too many people here people need to go back i won't say go back where they came from because i don't know where people came from but i know they're they got prices of houses looking crazy, traffic be looking dumb, the development of houses being built in two days don't make no sense to me. Like it's it's just too much going on. Like every day I look, it's a new development on my commutes to and from work and I'm just like, How did y'all already build this? Like like this is this is crazy and then you just see more people. And it's like, Where are these people coming from? I thought people was and I don't want to put it out there, but I thought people was having abortion. Like well, how we got more people? I thought that was the, the narrative going <laughs> on in the new world. People are having abortion. We ain't got no kids. This world is going in dumps. But I just see a lot of people migrating to Florida. Like I thought oh, people hating Florida. It's just so much. I'm just in the fifties and that's how I feel when I get cold. I just go to rambling. But that's how I'm feeling. And I don't have a song for y'all. But Sharika, Sabrina, how are you guys doing? What's your temp like?
2: I got a song for you, E B. It's Jesus I- Take the Wheel. <laughs> Which because is appropriate because E.B.'s in his exactly. car. <laughs> i was just going to say, because one, if y'all hear E.B. in and out, it's because he's in the car, but he is true blue, faithful to the pod. He's still here with us, but also he is obviously in a way. So Jesus Take the Wheel is my song for you, E.B. Because now E.B. kicking me out of the state of Florida. i enjoy enjoying this weather. I love it. I'm having the time of my life. With this nice little cool weather. I had my little cute boots on yesterday. I love it. so.
0: Me too, friend. And I'm also a transplant to Florida. So I'm like, oh mm-hmm. <laughs> Evie said, go back home. That's funny, <laughs> Evie, yeah. because uh, Sharika told me the other day she's noticed a lot of traffic even on Sundays now, which is surprising. Sunday is usually an easy day.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, people the, room, the people in the
1: street, people
0: going to church.
2: I don't know if you know, they people, going. I don't know where they going or what they doing, but they out here.
1: You know, people be, people be knowing when they need Jesus. Then it's getting closer to Christmas time. They want to show their family they know what the reason for the season is. They want to get their gifts. Oh, They've that's been it. Been all year, man. People play these games all the time.
0: Eve is not lying because when I was a young person in the church, like a month or so before Christmas, some of the pe- young people we hadn't seen in a while, some of my peers were running back because they know they get that gift that the Sunday school class would get. <laughs> they get the gift from the young <laughs> adult meeting. They like come and collect their gifts, and then when the, when the warm weather comes, they out again. Or after after our annual youth event, um, which at the time was called youth councils, they'd be piecing out. So
2: so they fall and winter christians there you go <laughs> and then they out in the spring in the summer they got the the hot spring hot summer vibes well um my temp is my temp is good it's good because i am enjoying this weather but i'm gonna say my temp is 71 um because it is nice and cool here um it's supposed to start to warm back up so i am a little disappointed about that we had like a yesterday was cool and today's cool but it's by tomorrow's we'll be right back in the 80s up over here in florida um but where Eb's going is probably gonna be a little cooler than that because he's going a little north so hope you got your little parker eb because i know you'll be cold um so i got a song Oh, I I do have a song. It was on my recommend last week. It was on the album, but I have been consistently jamming to... Um, that's terrible. I literally was singing the song and now I can't think of the name. And I like butchered it last week too. Wrong About You. There we go. That's the name of the song. That is my song. And that's what I'm jamming to. Wrong About You. Israel, New Breed. That's my song. And that's what I feel like today.
0: All right, Sharika, you and Pastor Steve Furtick are, have this same recommend. Y'all are on the same wavelength. I was checking out his sermon from this past week. And Israel was there on the stage. She was leading the musical Praise and Worship. And he was doing songs from the album. And they're like, check out the album. It's great. And I was like, oh, Sharika, you know, Sharika put me on before you guys did. So thank you for that, friend. And I will be diving in. My temp is still perfect, wonderful fall. I love a good 65. And it's very rare that we get that in this area. So I'm just feeling awesome. I'm feeling great. I'm with Sharika. I'm kind of sad that we're going to be like so hot again because i'm taking advantage even though i'm just at home all day of wearing my little sweater when i go on my walk and wearing my little boots because when's the next time i'm gonna get to wear them i don't know uh my song i'm staying with like my anniversary vibe is you are the best thing. That was our exit song. And I love when that song opens with the brass, the dun 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 dun. So, um, shout out to my old co workers who made that sound awesome. Uh, and he just says it over and over you're the best thing. And that's how I feel about my spouse, my partner, one of my best friends, my husband. And that's how I feel about this season. You're the best thing.
2: Aww. I love that you be consistent. You be remembering your old themes because my br- memory is trash and I would have forgot that I was on a theme So I always love when you be like, oh, I'm on my theme and and another another love song. I love that for you, friend.
0: (laughs) Well, it's easy because it's my anniversary month and it's like the start of my favorite season. So Mm -hmm. you know how it is just around that time. You always love your spouse, right? But something about the anniversary month, it's just like, oh, and just throughout the month, it just keeps going. And it's just a lot of reminiscing and a lot
2: of fun. Evie got a few weeks, and then it'll be his anniversary month.
0: I know, and I can't wait to hear about it, because we know Evie never disappoints.
2: Very true. But someone that does disappoint quite often. (laughs) We told y'all we were going to be on a Kanye watch. We thought we were going to be off the Kanye watch. But you know, Kanye Kanye don't let up, so I guess we can't either. I don't know if y'all have been, and by y'all, I mean the listeners. I don't know if y'all been on the Twitters, the Graham, any of the things the interwebs and have heard the least the recent Kanye shenanigans, and I mean we'll talk about Kanye, but I also want to talk to you about um, what you what you guys think about um is personal responsibility or responsibility of those who have certain platforms or spaces where people can come so the other day kanye was on a podcast called drink champs and in true kanye fashion kanye was going off about all kinds of things uh saying anti-semitic response remarks uh, saying uh lies about George Floyd and his death, and people were up in arms, outraged as they should be, and even and at this uh, point, George f- Floyd's family is um, planning to file suit, not for defamation because you can't file suit of defamation of character for a person who's deceased, but they are trying to f- file some kind of formal suit uh against Kanye for uh the lies that he spread or shared or or voiced on the podcast so I'll I'll stop there for now and ask Evie Sabrina do y'all have any comments or thoughts surprise not surprised what are y'all thinking
0: I guess we're having a moment of silence for Kanye. <laughs> I listened to this podcast and they do this hilarious thing of putting certain celebrities on the sick and shut in list. And I've mm-hmm. only heard that in reference to like people in church on the prayer list mm-hmm. who like they can no longer be present. So you're like, oh, you know, they're sick and shut in. We'll just remember them in prayer, but, them in prayer. but it's kind of like the end of it, but in this podcast, they do it in the way of like, we're just not talking about this particular celebrity anymore because clearly they're sick and they need to be shut in and just like, you know, it's exhausting. I personally haven't even dove into his recent comments, And I don't know if it's because I'm, I don't want to say I'm tired because I don't think I was ever invested enough to get tired. I think I just simply... Don't care. I feel like it's one of those things when a person shows you who they are, believe them. And mm-hmm. he's not. And I think I've talked about this before. He's not someone. Well, there's zero celebrity, unless it's Jesus Christ, that I have ever been like die hard to the point where I'm like changing things in my life based off of what they said. The things that I changed and the actions that. Um, are impacting on my life are really based on the Bible and like people who are close to me like when I say close in close proximity of my life like oh mm. I had this supervisor and this supervisor instilled these values in me because I saw them live it out and now I'm making this choice but I've never done that based off of an artist just because they're popular even when I was a kid I was very much the one who was like okay this person's a supposed leader of the group I guess I'm in my own group Because I'm gonna do what I wanna do. I'm gonna fall and I'm not gonna like be thrown off kilter by something Kanye says. So I haven't really heard Everything and honestly, on social media, every time I see an article that has his name, I hide it and I report as spam because I'm <laughs> like I do the same thing to Candace Owens, honestly, because oh, I'm like. Oh, but even even doing that, I have seen certain he- like I saw the thing about Joyce Floyd. I saw the thing where him and Brandy's brother were at some event. I guess Candace has a documentary. That's exposing the Black Lives Matter movement for being, not the movement, the organization for their fraudulent activity. And in that documentary, she explores the details of George Floyd, Floyd's autopsy, which shows he had, you know, that drug in his system. But we all saw the video. That, to me, is a not a relevant point he shouldn't have been on the homeboy's neck um and i'm interested in that what actions the family will take against candace obviously kanye he has a billion dollars so if i'm gonna go against somebody i'm gonna go against someone who has a billion dollars because what is candace really gonna be able to pay me
2: um but no she's got money too i think oh, she I'm, sh- I'm sure Boy.
0: but i really she's somebody mm-hmm. i really try not to give the time of day um mm-hmm. uh, are we surprised no but are we also not already aware that this is somebody who has manic episodes? And I don't know the details of his health care. And I don't want to just blame all the decisions that Kanye makes that are controversial and sometimes just straight up not, you know, okay to s- speak on. And just be like, oh, well, you know, he, you know, is mentally ill. Because that's not true. You can be mentally ill and still have respect um, for people but I kind of feel like why pour into this when we know this man goes into these episodes and starts to talk in circles and my question for him and Candace is like granted he also went in on Jewish people and literally said something about doing going death con three on them but him and Candace is like can we leave black people alone for a little bit <laughs> and y'all go pick mm. on somebody else like do you or just live
2: your own lives and leave people alone but and, and living your and life do good that's true I mean, but like, you
0: are entitled to have an opinion and i have opinion about certain things that in the privacy of my home and in the comfort of my friends and family i do speak on them so i don't want to say like oh as human beings Don't share like these con I think it was last week I said friends with white people humor there are people that would be like how dare you and what does white people humor mean and what would you feel if I said black people humor I'd be like I know exactly what you're talking about (laughs) Friday and all of it it's great and it's funny death comedy but I so I don't want to say you can't have an opinion, my thing is like these harmful. It's harmful because you're speaking on people's lives and you're speaking as if things are facts. And unfortunately, Mm -hmm. there are people, which is so hard for me to wrap my mind out, but there are people who take things that popular people and celebrities say as gold, as fact, as truth, and they're going to run with it. Mm. So it's like, are we Mm -hmm. being responsible? And I'm curious, like, so what is your motivation? So you say that okay, so what's your end game? What's your final goal? And I feel like if we really dove into that with Kanye, when you're talking about slavery was a choice and this thing's about George Floyd and, and I can't remember the other things that were said, but okay, what now what? You know, what's the action item as we say a lot at work? Like what's the action step? Mm. And, and if the action thing is like just degrading a, a whole population of people, if it's just to puff yourself up, then I'm like, pause, and let's not bring Jesus in into it, like you as a person, let's really dive in to you as a person, and let's explore, hey, maybe I might be being trashed a little bit. EB, do you have any thoughts? I was just gonna say, I don't know if
2: EB's here with us or not.
0: Oh, he's here. But it's good that he's on mute in between, because I know for myself right now I'm washing dishes, and as soon as I stop talking, I'm gonna mute so I can run this water, <laughs>
2: wash these dishes.
1: Yeah. So for me, it's similar to what was said um, by Sabrina. Of I think it's part of it is just like it's Kanye, so it's like you know what value do you give most of his words? Now, I also will say some of what he said was not necessarily false. And I say it wasn't false where I'm not gonna go through, like those who identify as a Jew or you you have Jewish lineage, I would love to have a conversation with you offline about something like this. Cause I just love having conversations with people. But when he talks about the, the greed of certain individuals, when he talks about their hatred, when he talks about their gatekeeping of different industries, when he talks about They're profiting off of certain industries that are highly, I guess you could say, are mostly dominated by people of African descent and how they don't get a space at the table. A lot of those things aren't necessarily false. Now, tone and vernacular of communicating certain things can definitely come out as in a form of hatred. I don't think you said I hate Jews. And if you also watch the whole thing, or you know, people just put out certain t- tidbits, he'll also say that like black people we're the real Jews. Like Jesus was a Jew. Jesus is black. Like that's part of our lineage. And you have other people who counter what he says and so say you're talking. So you're talking about yourself when you say these things. And then you know, he he turns into Kanye Mo where he just gets stuck and don't know what to say because he ain't got the answers. Like we all know we don't. <laughs> we <all> know. <laughs> But I'll also say, like, whether it be somatic episodes, whether it be the mental health, whether it be um, as one of my say, favorite journalists or somebody who I follow or watch, like, I think it's just literally this one thing. And this person summed it up pretty well where it says that Kanye is stuck on trying to seek validation from white people. Like, that's what he lives his life for. And that's why you want
0: yes.
1: to do a lot of mm. things on his own validation for a race who don't necessarily care about him um, until he goes to talking about them. Because when he does everything else, Kanye is not a bad guy, right? Like, Kanye just was on his All Lives Matter, All White um, White Lives Matter vibe, and no Jewish people came to the defense of every other life. But then he said Jewish, like, he said some anti-Semitic statements, and then now it's like, oh, let's all get up in arms about Kanye and his Jewish statement. And, like, that's why I'm always big on the the fake woke or the fake cancel culture is like, it's convenient when it's supposed to you. But when it's other people involved, you know, people find ways to conveniently um, get silent um, during those those cases. And so for me, like, it's Kanye. It is what it is. Kanye, like, I'm not seeking political advice from Kanye. I'm not seeking marriage advice. I'm not seeking parenting advice. Like, Kanye is not my guide in no way, shape, or form. Um, I, I personally, EB, I enjoy his music. Um, I can't necessarily say I enjoy his fashion. I've never bought a pair of Yeezys. I've never bought no Kanye clothes. Like, the only thing he's gotten from me is me screaming his music. Um, but other than that, like, there's nothing that I'm seeking Kanye for if I'm looking towards something. And that's just that's just for me. Now, I also would say, like, when when Kanye says stuff, I will not necessarily say just take it with a grain of salt. But you could easily just mute it. Like you don't even have to listen to it. Like you you know it's a good chance that what he says won't be, I guess, politically correct, so to speak. But this is also the same Kanye who, like and we talk about it all the time. I'm gonna run on stage and I'm gonna just take somebody moment. I'm gonna get on you, they're gonna ask me about the people at Hurricane Katrina and I'm just gonna tell the world that George Bush don't like black people. Like like so these episodes aren't new. This is the same thing that's been going on for over a decade you talking going on almost two decades of these same type of scenarios and situations so definitely not shocked definitely not surprised um yeah it's just it's Kanye and there really isn't much else to say
0: I would argue that Kanye don't like black people takes one to know one, Kanye that's why you were able to say that all the
2: signs I was gonna say um i don't I had sent sabrina uh, uh a YouTube link to this uh, interview about somebody else that we've followed in the past via social media and things. And he's bipolar. And in that interview, he was talking about what his episodes look like, manic episodes and things like that. And it it really was interesting to me. I've never personally um, dived into um, the you know the mental health space in regards to bipolar so who people or people who suffer with bipolar or what it looks like so it was interesting to hear somebody who um who suffers with it what different episodes can look like whether it's a manic episode whether it's a depressive episode and different things like that and that there's different um different like um like, cause like, you know, like diabetes, there's diabetes that di- you can be a diabetic one or two, like there's different levels of bipolar. And I didn't realize that but anyway. So it really, and like, I, I don't know, Kanye business like that, but a lot of this makes sense based on like, as we've talked about his previous behavior, but hearing about this guy, talk about his bipolar, uh, um, how bipolar disease has affected his life it makes me really see a lot of the similarities and some of the things that kanye has done and 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 in regards to that if you know someone is mentally unwell or unstable you not you well we have a podcast obviously we ain't got no we ain't getting kanye or anybody like that but for a drink champ do you think that they should not have interviewed him? Do you think that they, it doesn't, hey, it's freedom of speech, they can do whatever they want to, but like, do you think that the fact that, hey, you know this person's unwell, you know they're not, with well, the things that they have been saying, do you feel like they have a responsibility for what Kanye says on their platform? Uh,
1: what Kanye says on their platform? No, because overall you don't know what somebody will say. You You can make an assumption, because we could have a—I'll use Birdman for example. You could have a Birdman, where you could have just walked in and walked out, and he was like, "Oh, well, that was the whole." Interview. So, like, you never know what the outcome will be until it actually happens. But me, just knowing Dream Champ, me knowing Nori in the in the gang, like this is what they do. Like they they love the controversy, they love the hot topics. Like if you if you have a celebrity that you enjoy or you're interested in, just put their name in and put in Dream Champ to see if they've ever done an interview, and you'll see the type of questions. Um, that they ask individuals, like they bait certain situations, they hype up moments when somebody give a little nugget, they like, they dig in for more um, in that. That's their interviewing style. So like you can blame that on them because that's their personality, but it's also, it's their business. That's their brand. Um, That's how they become who they are within, I would say, um, the community of podcasting and sharing information um, with celebrities or sharing information with the world from celebrities, because that's just how they, I guess you could say that's, That's the space that they operate in. And most people who go on a podcast or who watch them know that that's how they rock. So it's like one of those things, like if you go into a gym, it's a good chance people will be playing basketball. If you go into a pool, it's a good chance people, it will be water there and people will be swimming. (laughs) Like that's just, you know, it's one of those things, that's what's going to happen. So going on that podcast, yes, you know that there's a good chance that some form of controversy will come out. And there are some people when they find out Kanye was looking at doing a drink chimps People called them and say, I probably wouldn't do it because like look at what he's doing and they still mm-hmm, took it. So exactly. they took it with that and they know they know what they're doing. Like but they got a lovely amount of clicks. Um their branding is still intact. People is still producing ads with them. People produce ads on that interview. So hey, they you know, like in the movie Taken, when the dude was I think the girl got kidnapped, he was like as long as my ex meets my why and my family needs are met, then that's all I care about. And I'm pretty sure that's how a lot of celebrities are. Like they're going to say or do whatever needs to be done um, as long as their income and expenses is on point and their family is good.
0: I think the challenge is more so with society putting these expectations on celebrities. Guess what Kanye is? He's an artist. He's a performing artist and he's a creative artist. That's it why are we going to him for political advice in these deep think pieces on society you're not going to the person the cashier at walmart just because he's popular that's society's <laughs> fault i'm not mm-hmm. they were asking some of the young dancers from dance mom their their thoughts on like black lives matters and i'm like i don't care i want to see how they peer wet That is their bag. Stop getting people, Mm -hmm. you know. I'm not gonna tell anybody to stay in their lane because I think I think it was Evie who actually said this at first. But I agree, like I think it's great to explore different lanes, but let's not pretend like everybody's an expert on everything or that popular and rich people are wise. That equals Mm -hmm. wisdom. Because guess what? Maybe that's how we ended up with Donald Trump as president. It's just not true. Okay. So that's the number one. Number two. Drinks Champs, I've never seen it. Um, I've heard the name before, but my assumption is that that is something for entertainment. If you're going there for anything more than that, then once again, I'm going to put the responsibility back on you. If you're going to a podcast called Drink Champs for anything more <laughs> than the Kiki. Okay, that's <laughs> on you. Now, I will say, what's that white name with the ashy lips? Oh, God. Is he Tucker?
2: Hurts.
0: Tucker Carlson? Carlson? Carlson, is that his last name?
2: Tucker, familiar, whatever his last who... name
0: is on Fox. And uh, the, uh, uh, the other one, he's in New York, his brother Como something. Maybe oh, Andrew,
2: and Andrew yes. Como and um the Would governor she... is Andrew, I think, and then the other one. The one the who other... wasn't
0: as disgraced as his brother, because I saw <laughs> a clip that yeah. Kanye was on that too. I do hold the news organizations more responsible. Because that is a different, you have a different goal. Drink, trance, entertainment. News is not, well, it does become entertainment as well. But if, if you have him up there to talk about anything other than his fashion and his music, I'm not saying he can't have those other thoughts, of course. But that's not his expertise. The things y'all have him, now you're just pandering, Mm-hmm. Right? And you're putting somebody up here to prevent facts about populations and people. Yes, I am sure they're very powerful Jewish people. But guess what? It's just as a human being who's an individual. One thing I've always hated more than anything else and when people is when people try to put things about my personality onto the white race. One, because they usually try to put positive things, which is very effing annoying and two because you cannot you need to accept the fact that a black girl can do all the things that sabrina's going to do guess what because i'm black and i was raised in a black family with mainly black neighbors and you can't make yourself comfortable by just being like oh well she's more white no f you i'm black because black people can be this way and kanye guess what jewish people can be lots of different ways and that's the Mm -hmm. issue with saying oh well the jewish people they're not some of those white people are going to be jewish some of them are not that's the reality. And you can't do that, Kanye, because when people turn around and do that to Black people, you're going to have an attitude. So let's not do it to mm-hmm. anybody. I'm not saying. did say like, he's not
2: Black Kanye?
0: Well, whatever he wants to be. Okay. The reality <laughs> That's what I'm is, saying, when so he was filling out claim. his state mm-hmm. test <laughs> bubbles, he had to put African American. <laughs> and when he filled out his driver's license, I'm sure it says. African American and not Kanye. Okay. (laughs) Yes, we're all human, but God was awesome. And he created diversity and there's nothing wrong with it. And I'm sure with a lot of stereotypes, they're the foundation of truth, right? Like a lot of rappers tend to be black. That is just a fact, but not all black people are rappers. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm sure, you know, as somebody who is not wealthy and knows nothing about that world, maybe there's some truth to it, because it's not the first time I've heard the rumor or heard the jokes, but hey, let the Jewish people live. Not all of them are a part of this little conspiracy that Kanye is talking about, okay?
2: I agree. I, I was just, this is what I feel like. I don't think the podcast is responsible for what Kanye say, but says but you also are responsible for who you have on and i watched i didn't i've watched drink champs before i didn't watch the kanye episode but i've watched Drink champs before but um but nori the one of the hosts of drink champs for those of you who may not know he was on the breakfast club which we've referenced the breakfast club before and he was basically like oh i don't i agree with freedom of speech but you know um and people in Charlemagne, which we have talked about before, said he told Nori that you should not have Kanye on that on there because you. And he, and Nori's response was, well, you know, people can say different things about people. Like he's like, people say things about you, Charlamagne, but I've never had those experiences with you. Then I don't go off of those things. I go off of my experience with you. So he was like, I've always had a great rapport with Kanye. So I didn't think Kanye was going to come up on here and say the things that he said. And I should have addressed them earlier and this, that, and the other, all these things. And I'm like, but maybe you never had a negative experience with him. Nori, but you've also seen what he's been on lately and you've seen him publicly say things before in recent days, not a long time ago, you've seen those things. So maybe you, I don't know why you thought he would have this grand respect for you that he wouldn't come up there with the same rigmarole he, that he'd been on, but he, he did because so that I feel like then you are responsible for who you have on there, what they say, you don't know, but, but then, like he wasn't acting as if though and then when he was caught out on it like before it like he was saying they know who they have they know the energy that that comes there and the questions that they have they want the clicks they want the life they want the ads they want the money but now when he's getting the backlash all of a sudden it ain't as it ain't all what he thought it was gonna be and now he's a little backpedaling a little bit like oh well i didn't know he was gonna do that and i apologize for this and i should have spoken up before or I don't, and he was like and I don't watch my I don't watch the interviews back and I was drunk so I was you know I got a little drunk so I couldn't I wasn't really going on you know wasn't really of sound mind to really um anticipate or be able to articulate better what wait a minute, I should have said Shereka,
0: is the premise of drink chance to do interviews while you're drunk
2: yes while you're drinking so yes. what people upset about people
0: are upset because they're drunk people it alters your state of mind like what the f he did not once again how come they're not bringing the same energy to these news organizations that do have a responsibility who are sober but they're bringing the energy to this podcast like if I was that guy who interviewed him I'd be like whatever you guys enjoy or delete it but I wouldn't give any apologies because guess Mm -hmm. what you know what this is we're up here drunk and we got Kanye. We did it for the Kanye-ness and that's just it. Why are you apologizing?
2: Because he, he said, he said, this is drink champs. We drink, like he, like he, I mean, he said that. So, but I'm just saying, if I feel like if you're going to have Kanye, you got to be ready for all that's gonna come with it. The good, the bad, the ugly. Because Kanye is a polarizing character right now and that's just how it is. Good, right, bad, ugly, or in between. So if you, like you said, Serena, if you're willing to have him up there, be ready it. to, hey, yeah, just be like, I yeah, would we not had apologize
0: him. for anything. I'm like, yeah, and he Kanye'd. And it's hilarious. <laughs> and thank you. You guys can thank us because now we have even more Kanye, Kanye quotes. <laughs> like, just own it. They knew it wasn't going to be no Reading Rainbow. You had him on a drunk, well, I, I don't know if, are the, are the, guests supposed to be drunk too or just the host
2: everybody there's drinks all over the table oh my gosh this drinks. is not even yeah.
0: yeah this is whatever
2: god i had patty labelle up there i watched that pat that good long patty patty labelle interview
0: but this is what i'm Ooh. saying i can't believe yeah. that
2: people are like going
0: to them being like oh how could you do this like it's drink
2: champs like what do you expect? i think yeah well i think i think more people are just like well some people feel like nori you supposed to be part of our you you're our people you you say you care about our people you're for the black people why you have this man up here when you know this man has been coming and you know basically disparaging our people and you know how he's been doing why you have him up there because it's kanye he kanye's like
0: that cousin that's annoying and problematic but it's
2: still your people but you're like Is, you still family
0: you still family kanye you're uh but you're still family i go
2: yeah. with the i go with the saying all skin folks ain't kin folks that's my thing listen we ah. might got the skin but you ain't like candace Owens. she ain't our people well she ain't my people i'll just say that
0: she, they're <laughs> both black but it's like we talked about earlier that means something so different yeah. for everybody and you can have such an eternalized hatred. Like yeah. I talked about before of all the scammers, of all the things in the world, of all the things you could choose to focus on. And one thing I've seen about Candace, like in every situation where there's like a black person that headlines, she immediately goes in for what the black person possibly could have done wrong. Done wrong. Mm-hmm. And I think it's more of a reflection on her than our people.
2: Mm-hmm. Because I don't see
0: her taking that same energy to other racists. And it's like, okay, you and Kanye, well, I'm not going to say this about Kanye, because I don't think this is true about Kanye. But at least with her, it's like, what is it in you that's like, see how they're effing up, see how they're effing up, see how they're terrible, da-da-da-da-da. What is -hmm. it in you that's doing that and be like, and the white people are, are not so bad? I obviously don't think white people are so bad. I think all people are so bad, honestly, and they're annoying, which is why I'm an introvert. (laughs) But um, (laughs) I don't discriminate on that. But that's just human nature. Like all has sinned and fallen short of the glory. But, you know, with her, I just noticed that. And I don't even take it personal anymore because I'm like, golly, I don't know what she went through in her life that makes her feel that way but i'm so glad i don't have that burden and we talked about this before too i'm like i went to doug and every time a white boy shoots up the school i'm like doug does that make you feel like guilty or do you be feeling like oh no not again and he was like no exactly when white people mm-hmm. go crazy or something white people aren't somewhere like oh no not our people but then certain black people if a black person does something they're like oh no this reflects back on me. I let go of that burden a long time ago. No, that reflects on Kanye. That reflects on Tristan. That reflects oh. on Nia Long's husband, Nia Lang, whoever her husband was, who was a basketball the person. B- her fiance. Oh, her fiance, her baby dad. That oh. reflects on, I'm an individual person, just as individual as a white people who don't associate themselves with all the white boys who's shooting up schools and shooting up in Raleigh and everywhere else. And, okay, K- Kanye's entitled to his opinion, um, and you can take that for what you will, but I don't think Kanye shouldn't have been up there. You know, whatever, Kanye. Talk your Kanye.
2: Amy, do you have any closing remarks on the Kanye, or you said what you said and you done saying
1: <laughs> I would say, for everybody listening, um, whatever your lane is for entertainment with Kanye, if it's the outburst interviews, if it's the manic episodes, So if it's the music, if it's the fashion, if it's all of the above, then just stick to that. But if you don't care about none of that stuff, then don't let it distract or
0: deter you.
2: Mm, So good, well said, well said. Other on to other people peopling. (laughs) I was talking to my mom on the phone, and I'm hearing she's what my mom watches the news, and I'm hearing the people on the news going off about somebody. Like who are they talking about? And to my dismay. It was about James Corden, and I'm like, oh, that's unfortunate. Cause I, James Corden, on his show, on his, I love me some carpool karaoke. He always seems so lighthearted, jovial, fun, like he'd been a good time. But obviously not if you're in the restaurant business and you are a server of his, because he was reported to be uh, very mean and nasty to a server on actually two uh, on more than one occasion and um, he just seems to not be the most lighthearted or maybe nice person that we he's portrayed himself to be. I also wanted to read uh, this tweet that I saw about James Corden before I let you guys um, before I let you guys um, say your piece if you have anything to say, but it was this tweet about a story about James Corden on a flight. Tales from the cockpit is what it's titled. Half um, half an hour into a New York to London flight, passengers in business class noticed a woman carrying a baby being brought through the curtain by a flight attendant. They looked on in the in mild horror as they saw the attendant direct her into an empty seat next to James Corden. Um, expecting a huge celebrity celebrity hissy fit. To kick off, Corden's cabin mates were impressed to see that he didn't make say a word or make any sort of complaint. He simply put his uh, put on a Nor- pair of noise canceling headphones, put on an eye mask uh, over his eyes, turned away from her to sleep. Pretty decent of him, right? When the plane landed, though, passengers were surprised to see Corden remain seated as the woman. With the baby, struggled to open the overhead uh, locker, and even more surprised when she turned to J- Corden and said, "For F's sake, can you at least hold the baby while I get the bags down?" The woman was his wife, and the baby was his. And that concludes uh, my passage from the twitters regarding James Corden. <laughs>
0: Oh, James. I started side-eyeing James after in episodes of either the Kardashian or Keeping Up with Kardashians. And Chloe was up there to do an interview, and she was very nervous because she has a lot of social anxiety about being in the public eye and blah, 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 blah. And he was trying to give her a pep talk, and he was like, you do realize we won. Like, look at our jobs. Like, we're having cocktails in the middle of the day. And it was the way he said said it mm. and the phrasing like you can prep somebody up but for me it was like "Ooh, there's some a little bit entitlement there like Elitist. are mm-hmm. you I was like uh-uh Jim it's not my fellow salvationist um coming <laughs> with that kind of a spirit and ever since then I was like huh I'm sure that sometimes if you're a superstar you do kind of maybe Maybe you can't help but have that thought or to feel that way, but I've just always been, oh, it's kind of like nails on a Mm chalkboard. when anyone in my life, like when I worked in a church and I saw pastors with that spirit or just like leaders or anyone with that spirit in my, in my own spirit, I was like, may the Lord humble you because Mm -hmm. no one, and I don't know if I feel this way because I grew up black and I experienced discrimination, blah, blah, blah. I like to say I feel this way because I just have a heart as a human, but none of us are better than anybody else. We all poop the same and put our pants on the same. So I didn't love that. As far as the restaurant stories, oh, that was kind of cringe-worthy. The one about the cockpit, I do wonder if it's true because we can't believe anything, everything Mm -hmm. on the internet. Mm -hmm. At first, when I thought it was a stranger, I thought the lady with the baby was entitled because I'm like, I Mm -hmm. don't know you. I don't know your baby. And the people telling the story, how come they didn't help? If they were so interested, if she was in so much turmoil. But then, Sharika said, it was his wife as somebody who's been married now, you know, through the game. Sometimes you just be having those moments And sometimes things are going on between you and the spouse that the public doesn't know, nor do they need to know. You know what? We're in this together for life. We're committed, but some days we might have an attitude with one another, and it could have just been—we don't know. We don't know what went on
2: do. I don't care how much of an attitude I'm in. <laughs> I know oh, your you're going to get the full Shereka. storm. I know you're get your the full spirit, storm. Shereka, you got to grab this baby, grab this bag.
0: <laughs> We did the conversation about the one scammer, and Sharika was so mad at the lawyer dad who didn't involve himself until they started doing life (laughs) threats on his wife. But I'm thinking, I don't know. I'm trying to figure out what are the reasons why he's just doing his own thing and kind of like distancing himself himself from his wife. Could be they had a little spat and he's like, she got it. We don't know. We don't know. I'm not saying it's right. I'm just saying (laughs) I could understand how sometimes in the public it looks like one thing. But between the two people involved, we know what it is. And it's not like she just went off and struggled. She said, um, excuse me, which is something I would have do, done. And clearly Sharika would have done too. I would have been like, really, dug, And I wouldn't have even asked. I would have simply put the baby on his lap. And
2: <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I okay. okay. Um, and that's all I have to say about it. I'm sure. he. I probably would have got up with the baby and walked down the aisle and be like, make sure you grab our bags. <laughs>
0: That too. You know, there are many options. So that's how I feel about the James, the Corden. I'm sure he's apologetic and blah, blah, blah. But how do you and EB feel?
2: I feel as though, I'd, I'm with you. I don't like when people try to treat people a certain type of way because of whatever job they may have or their status or whatever they're thought. I think that. And I, and I, don't remember the moment or what it was that I saw, but when I was talking to my mom and I said, you know what, this something about this does not surprise me about James Corden. You know, I can't put my finger on it, but I can see him like going off. And it could have been like him acting in a skit and then it, and it being like he's supposed to pretend to be angry. And then, but it was really supposed to be a joke, but all of it, something about it felt too real for me. And I don't know what it was, but I just feel like. I could see him doing something like that. And so I was. I told my mom I wasn't surprised. And she was like, oh, I like him. I thought I didn't. I'm a little surprised. I said I was not. Something about it seemed like it would ring true to me. And like I said, if the plain scenario is true, I would be, I would, I don't care how much of a fight we in, this your baby and I'm your wife, you better do something helpful to this situation or circumstances. And you lucky I didn't take your noise-canceling headphones and throw them down the aisle. But anyway, See, now Sharika, <laughs> you're
0: choosing violence. And I talked to—I used to talk to young people about this, and even myself. And I talked to my husband about this every so now and then. When you are giving it a, a reaction, especially in the midst of conflict, you got to ask yourself: Is this leading to resolution, or is it leading to more you're conflict? Right. At that point, you're not—you don't care to resolve things because now it's tit for tat
2: say i choose violence in my talking reaction but in my real life i don't be choosing the violence y'all know i'd be like it'd be in the talks it'd be the that's the energy i feel but am i really going to do that no i'm very much more calculated in my what i actually do versus what i say but the energy be there based on the circumstances or situation evie any thoughts
1: part of it i would love to know if that was actually his wife that's simple and true. And if it, that is, then of course he's trash because whatever disagreement or beef you got, you know, you adapt and adjust and you try to keep those things private and not in a public eye as best as possible. Unless she hit you with that, I don't need your help. I don't want your help. Leave me alone for the rest of the day. And that's probably why he turned to the side, put his um, privacy eye mask on, eyewear on, put the noise cancel headphones and like, Okay, I got you. And then she got mad when he really did it. And then it's like, no, I wasn't serious. You better help me with this baby or you better grab this stuff or whatever. Um, that's If all of that is true. That's what could have or should have played out. But then again, not my business, not my relationship. Now, the other stuff, as far as the restaurant, I don't know all the details and I wasn't in the room. So I don't know the tone, the pitch. I haven't seen a video of his, what seems to be an outlandish or an outburst, so to speak. But some people, um, they get frustrated when people mess with their food. So if you bring me the wrong food out, not me specifically, but I know people who will snap. If I got hair in my food, when you bring it out, I know people who will snap. Now, in my mind, if it was a one time thing and he snapped, I'm like, oh, like you're better, you're better than that. Not only because you're a celebrity, you're a public figure, all that good stuff, but you're a human being and people make mistakes, provide some form of human decency and be kind. But if it's like, you know, time three, four, five at this same restaurant that he always frequents, and it's like, like I told y'all about this before, like every time I come here, I know that on the order that I order, it says XYZ, but I always switch it to this. Like, it's the same order as yesterday, da, 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 da. and then you bring it out, then, like, I might feel like you're not listening to me and you're not respecting me. Um, now, granted, I do have a little little love for James, um, for, like, for James, like, we, like, he grew up, from what I understand, in, I want to say Australia, um, as a salvationist, so, like, attended basically the same church or part of our international movement, so to speak. Um, so it was like, we kind of got like a bond, like, you know, and I don't know if he actually wore the uniform, but from what I understand, he wore the uniform, played in the brass bands, so all that good stuff. So it's like a bond there, but you know, if this was a one-time event, you know, deuces to him, hopefully this doesn't happen again. I know he already apologized and then the owner said that he's welcome to come back to the restaurant, um, because likely, um, uh, not only because the owner is a good, good guy, but probably also a good spender and a good tipper for his establishment, um, And that just helps when you got celebrities coming to your establishment, uh, that naturally helps influence a business and customer flow, so to speak. But I just I I wish all parties the best. I wish he get better on self-control and knowing how to communicate to people, no matter his stature or position or where he's at in life. And I also hope that people know to do your job and do your job well. Don't be having people. Don't be having hair and people food.
2: Yes. Yeah, so the first incident, yes, there was uh, this was at another restaurant he did. There was carrying the food. And then on the other restaurant, his wife ordered a egg white something and there was a little bit of the egg yolk in there. So they sent it back. And when it came back, instead of having the side salad, it came with home fries and she had the side salad. So that was the, the, why there was a, um, he was, he got upset and uh, outraged. So uh, those were the dealings of the meal issues.
0: Not outrage. (laughs) I will say for myself, this isn't the best approach, but I tend to match energies. So if I'm in a public place like that, I'm always going to start treating myself, which is going to be kind and respectful. If I'm like, hey, there's a food. Uh hey, there's a hair in the food. And they're like, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. I'm like, hey, no worries, you know. And then I guess, mm-hmm. you know, we deal with it. But if I'm like, hey, there's a hair in the food and they're like, okay, maybe it's yours. Da 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 da. So now we have a problem. And this <laughs> is the thing that we're not hearing in the story. We don't know what energy he was given. No,
2: they were they said it was they were they were very apologetic and they wanted to fix it and all that they, they in both situations the, the server was very apologetic and the one said that the server um you know was shaken but they carried out their duties um <laughs> they carried it professionally
0: that's why I couldn't be a server or a waiter because I am a matcher of energies. And that's why, like, it's not that I'm a chameleon or fake, but people will be, some people will be like, oh my gosh, Sabrina is so nice. Like the people I work with now, they're like, do you ever have a bad day? You're always in a good mood, da, da, da. And my old co-workers might describe me as a bitch. So it just really depends. But what are you giving? And that's what, what you might be receiving.
2: I don't play with people with my food. I'm giving all the nice energy. You know what? There was a mistake. I'm so sorry. Sorry, do you think you could handle because you you got my food in your hands and I, I'd rather err on the side of I'll write a bad review if it's really that serious after I'm gone. <laughs> but or give a cheap tip, which I probably wouldn't even do that. I probably would have been like, oh, well, it was probably a bad day or whatever. Unless it was something really egregious, I probably wouldn't, you know, do too much. I tried to calm down because my husband was like, girl, you'd be a little too much extra. And I am one of those people who have a complicated order. So I'd be trying to be gracious because I'd be coming with a complicated order. Rika you said, "You're not spitting in my food." Not, mm <laughs> I just want to tell you this quick story, Frank, and I just want to know how you would respond. So, this golfer joined a tournament at a country club, and they, you know, were promoting the tournament and said you could win this Ford truck pickup truck if you get a hole in one on the tenth hole. So lo and behold, this golfer gets a hole in one on the tenth hole. And he thinks he is going to, um, you know, be able to receive his Ford t- pickup truck. And um, they don't give him the truck. They were like, oh, the picture, the car is just for uh, uh, advertise, like advertisement. It's not to be won. And uh, so the guy decided he was going to file suit because he's like, you know, um you guys promised a winner for this truck if you got the 10th hole. I did, and I want my truck, or I'm gonna. Su- so he's suing the golf club of uh, a country club and the Ford dealership because the um, and once he filed that the Ford uh dealership like they had made posts and they were promoting it, they they had liked the post, so obviously they were aware, well aware that they were saying that, um you know you could win this truck and that they were it would be from their dealership so they liked the post boy when he filed his suit they then took their little like off and then uh there was video um of, uh employee from the club calling the ford dealership after the guy had won and and then the person it was heard on the phone call that the person was like oh no don't tell me somebody um it actually happened and then the person from the uh country club was like yeah unfortunately it did so they both were well aware that people were expecting that there would be a possibility to win this truck and now that this man has won the truck they act they don't want to give him the truck and they want to act like it was all like oh the car was just here for promotion it really wasn't for a winner what would you be doing friend
0: Absolutely taking them to court. I don't think that's a small claim because in Florida, small claims, I believe, are anything less than $8,000. Shout out again to Chandler Booble. The cops called me this morning. That police report is going right on through. So I hope Yay. you're enjoying that 1350 uh, 1350- Whoops. Sorry, Doug told me not to share the amount. <laughs> I'll take that out. But, you know, I hope you are living the life of Raleigh while you can. I feel bad it do I feel bad yes because the prison system really sucks and people who make these choices it's very rare that they make them because they want to go get a new convertible you know in those cho- cases a lot of times they're desperate they have a new baby or something and they need the money um but I don't care still file the report in this case I certainly would because how dare you You said this was going to be the prize and it happened. And so now you need to be held accountable. And that's just that. Words mean things. And you can't be putting stuff out there and then doing take backs. (laughs) Like, I mean, actually you can, but do people not have integrity? And this is what I was saying earlier. People just annoy me because they really don't. You know what I'm saying? Mm. This reminds me, I had a doctor's appointment on the 10th. They canceled. They said they had a miss out with the scheduling of time. Then they moved it to the 17th. Two hours before, they canceled again. Said the doctor had a family emergency. Then they called me and told me I could come in at 1030 to see the nurse practitioner. I'm there at 1013, wait for 40 minutes. They have me go in the back, do the, you know, the little customary pee in the cup. Then five minutes after that, they tell me the provider is refusing to see me. Words mean things. You can't just be having jerking people around and then be surprised. they want to bring out the energy or the court system on you or etc like that's ridiculous i hope he gets more than the truck i hope he gets enough money for four trucks and a membership (laughs) to the golf community and then i hope he never comes i just want him to get it take it all (laughs) what do you think friend were they right or were they wrong
2: they were trash how dare you and they have all these uh facebook posts and and then you know the joint i've never joined um never joined a golf tournament, but it's not like $15 to join the tournament there. The prices be high because you're supposed to be able to win, you know, a lot of times for charity, but usually, and that's usually when maybe if the prize is a donated prize or something, but it's usually very expensive to join these um, tournaments and stuff because it's supposed to be a great fundraiser or, you know, something so... You know, heck, yeah, that man probably paid some good money to get up in the in the tournament. And he should get his fifty three thousand um, dollar truck. I, 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 I'm I all for it. And he should sue them because they because people should not be out here lying and doing that kind of stuff. Next time you want to help hold a charity and you can't afford to give rid of your truck. Um, at Jay hodge uh ford then you don't need to uh offer up your truck as a uh, prize. then
0: yeah that's straight up lying i'm pretty sure that's against the law in some cases with businesses right
2: it is and but i didn't know this because as i was reading the article it was saying that like this could have been preventable if, with an insurance policy so there's insurance policies that um places can get when they have these high deals and stuff like that and for whatever reason if it falls through there's an insurance policy that they can pay to cover the business or the organization in event that somebody does win whatever and it's this i'm reading what it says is whatever ridiculous contest they've set up while the insurance probably seemed like an unnecessary expense up front it certainly would have changed it would have cheapened whatever legal demise they will they're about to face
0: my, why have, why even offer that? I've been a part of a plethora of charity events and we make sure we got the prizes in the bag. I just can't imagine being like, Hey, because I uh, thought
2: it was like, people really wouldn't be able to do it. Maybe they thought the hole was really a big, like, you know, it'd be very difficult for someone to win a hole in one on this specific hole. So they made it the, you know, a very, they thought, I guess it would be extremely unlikely for it to happen. So we get your money because you think you can actually do it and we know you can't. So we get you to give and donate all this money to get involved and because we know you won't be able to do it. So we get the money. um, But don't intend on uh, being able or having to honor our word. I
0: don't know. I think my word just means too much to me to even take that risk. If I'm going to say I'm going to do something or whatever, I'm not going to bank on, like, oh, might not, you know, or at least I'm going to own it. If the person wins, be like, hey, we didn't think this is a real thing. We were just saying that. We don't have the funds. What else can we do? And I would have to say that publicly because, I mean, here's the thing you either, for me, you either have to stand by your original word or own Mm. your lie, your mistake. You have to just own it ah that's so annoying i hope he wins eb are you back with us do you have any opinions on this
1: yes i would say as best as possible anytime you're doing anything like this try to get it in right here because there is a lot of finesse scammers swindlers in this world who will do anything and everything to take advantage of people um it just sucks that stuff like this still happens and not all the time but a decent amount of times there's typically no I guess you could say no punishment for people to do this and usually no reimbursement for a person who hey I'll like kinda like a raffle type of thing. I'll put Mm. my five dollars in and then I finally win and it's like, oh actually nobody won. I'm sorry. It was it wasn't a thing. And I like I've seen similar stuff like I think of one of the football games it's like the person who kicks this, you get a if you kick it like a college football game I remember watching something similar. But it's like you kick this field goal in from x amount of yards like the 30 yard line 40 yard line then you get a $25,000 scholarship boom it happens a kid ends up making it or it was like the first one and he just won in line a person ends up hitting it and then after he hit it of course a week or two later it comes out oh the contest was only for current students only and mm. then so then he tried to Financial system in, in the same way of, like, oh, let me hear up and apply. Then, of course, they hit them with the, oh, yeah, we'll just take it out of your tuition. Like, and it's like, well, we'll put it, we'll add it to that tuition.
2: It's like, no,
1: like, I need this, bread like, like I can pay my own tuition. Give me this $25,000. I'll tell you what to do with it. Like, and it's one of those things where, like, the same thing happened at a basketball, t- uh basketball team college basketball. Somebody hit a shot from half court, and because the person wasn't a student, they weren't eligible to get, like, the $10,000 or whatever. And it's like, what? Like, you didn't, that wasn't one of the stipulations that was announced on the PA system of, like, this contest is for current students only like it was none of that it was this fake contract that was written up after somebody actually did it and i think you hit it on the edge when you said like just companies or businesses or groups or whatever civic organization they don't expect people to get it because of the task or the the difficulty or these aren't like these aren't my basketball players or these aren't my soccer players or these aren't my football players who kick field goals all the time or shoot all the time. These are just random fans in the stands. We're just going to grab 10 of them and be like, let's hope for the best, because it's going to be over 10 anyways. And then when somebody does do it, it's like, oh, we wasn't expecting to make this loss. Like, how do we how do we work this out? How do we fix this? And then they come up with some crazy scenario. And it's just crazy that we, and I'm saying we, because I live in this raggedy behind country, allow things like this on this broken judicial system where people just continue to get manipulated and taken advantage of.
2: And I'm like, for those people, like if that was the stipulation, then why why did you let this person participate in the contest if you knew they weren't eligible to win? Then you should have be been like, hey, are you a current student? No. Well, unfortunately, you can't participate because the winner can only be a current student. But they be knowing what they're doing. That's just terrible. Those are our hot topics for today. Thank you guys for playing along. Uh, we, oh, It's always a good time to hear you guys' thoughts and opinions.
0: Those were good. Thank you, Shereka. Uh, For our quote today, I just want to talk about progress. And I'm still in that lovely book that my husband gave me. Remember this, thoughts for everyday inspiration. Today's thought is slow and quiet progress is progress too. Remember to give yourself credit. You know, I'm going to take it back to what Evie often reminds us of throughout the year. We're in the last, what, quarter, the last third of the year. And I'm wondering, how are those New Year's resolutions going? Do you remember what yours were?
2: Have you given up?
0: (laughs) Have you given up all hope? Remember, slow and quiet progress is progress, too. It's not too late to fulfill those New Year's resolutions. Give yourself credit for the progress that you've made and go ahead and take another step in the right direction today. Evie, what are you expounding on?
2: Wait, before Evie goes, I did I did put on my thing because we haven't done it. Do we have a health update? Do we have a... Because we also, we're going to try to be healthy. I'll just say, I, mine is not great. Mine is trash. I'm terrible again. That's where I am.
0: Sharika, slow, prog- slow and quiet progress is You're progress right, to you, friend. Thank and I you. have been getting the notifications on my phone. I've always had an Apple phone, but I've been a Fitbit user, but because my new Fit club buddy at work is Apple and my work has this really cool program with Apple watches and insurance, blah, 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 blah. So now I'm switching to the Apple watch, it should be here in four days or less. And I get notifications and it'll be like Sharika closed out her circles today. Sharika just took a great walk. So Sharika, I've been getting those so you haven't been completely off off the rocker with the health stuff.
2: Thank you, friend.
0: You welcome. I've been doing pretty good. I've been in the dance studio and et cetera. So I'm feeling pretty good about my little, my little health metrics and goal. It does help that I have a fit buddy, buddy, uh, but for me, the challenge usually isn't being active, it's more so drinking the amount of water I'm supposed to drink, Mm. not because Mm -hmm. I drink other things, it's simply because I've never been much of a drinker period. When I do drink, it is water, but I can honestly live off of half a cup of water in two days. I just don't drink that much and it's terrible so that's what i'm really working on and i've gotten better i think yesterday i drank a cup and a half and today i'm still in my first cup but i'm hoping to drink at least four because i have this cup in my house if i drink four of them then it's my recommended daily dose i only take my big jug out when i'm somewhere else and i can't like choose the type of water i'm drinking i'll fill it before i leave the house but that's how i'm doing eb how are you doing with your weight loss journey it's going. Um, of
1: course, you know, I started around the 225 area. I'm down to 218, still trying to shoot down to 200, preferably 190. But 200 is the first. Well, I would say right now the first big step is under 210, you know, because quiet, slow and steady. Um, yeah, under 220, because after a while, it was like, dang, like, I, I can't even break 220. But being at 218, I saw drops of 216, 217, been up to 219, went back up to like 222. But now it's at 218 as of this morning. Um, Before leaving the house so hopefully um, I don't go too crazy with our crazy menu for this weekend and I try to Save myself, uh, by you know not indulging in all the good things that we have Um, But yeah, just hoping to get to 210.
2: If
1: I can get there by by the end of the year, that would be ideal. So three months to get
0: there. I absolutely love it. There's almost Mm -hmm. nothing that I miss about my old work community. But I do miss the snacks because it was always (laughs) giving. These events, they really know how to feed people over there. And I love it. And now I'm feeding myself at home every day. And I'm like, oh, I do miss the snacks and things. (laughs) (laughs) you can do it, Evie. You can do it.
2: You're doing great.
1: Definitely, definitely. Life is crazy, guys. And sometimes... You just, well, sometimes naturally, you just try to figure out what's next or what's the best. For me currently, one of the toughest things is to watch, because uh, I know most people don't see this type of stuff because most people don't care. So, no, let me take it back. a lot because I don't know what people care about. Um, most people don't see this stuff because mainstream media don't publicize this stuff. Let me say that. That's probably the best way to say it. But the country that I live in, is currently dealing with the operation to invade the country that I love. Um, and just to give people a little more context, Haiti is in shambles. And Haiti has kind of always been in shambles, even after being the first black republic to fight itself away from slaveholders of Spain and, and, and Spain and France. And it's just been a challenge ever since. Like if you wanna do a quick deep dive of Haiti history, you could just look at the first three or four leaders assassinating one another to just get that power and that greed and that control um, of an island. You can see chaos and destruction on the border with them in Dominican Republic, where just a week or two ago, from the time of this recording, at least, where Dominican military invaded parts of Haiti to just try to create what some would consider order. Some people is calling what's currently happening that's led by a lovely Biden administration and other world powers as an intervention to the chaos in Haiti. Now, others like myself, I call it an invasion because every time America has intervened in Haiti politics, it has caused more chaos, more confusion and more destruction to not only our politics, but of course, more importantly, to our people. And it's just frustrating to see where a country can just naturally invade whoever they want and people will just continue to say it's the greatest country in the world, even though many of those people have never lived anywhere else. And I'm not going to say it's not the greatest, and I'm not going to say it is the greatest. I'm just saying I don't know, and their actions don't necessarily show me that they're the greatest, because the history of their track record and my specific, um, I would say, my knowledge and my limited research from slavery to Jim Crow, to mass incarceration, to the war on drugs, to the war on education, to our lovely economic situation, to the lack of supporting people who literally have to figure it out, to no control over high um, inflation or the housing market or food costs or gas, and we can go on and on. I don't see where the greatness lies in the things that matter most to the people. So currently, Haiti is just dealing with a lot, and for those of you who are, I guess I'll say, I won't even say interested, if you're just somebody who loves to learn new things, and you just want to see more information, I would encourage you to just do some form of a history lesson on just the current chaos um, and division and civil unrest that is currently happening in Haiti. And I think it'll be something great for you to talk about with your peers or for those of you who have friends who are of Haitian descent, it'll be a great conversation to have with them because just about at least every Haitian I know still have family um, on the island. So that is what I'm expounding on today. That's all I got for you.
0: really sad to hear that, E.B. I had... No clue that's going on. And I feel embarrassed because I like to see, think of myself as somebody who has a pulse on what's happening in the world, but certainly on Haiti, because it's also a place that I love. It's amazing, not amazing, amazing is the wrong word. I am curious too about how we can just be like, oh, well, we're going in. It's like, mm. can we go into our schools and stuff? We have, how? Co- I mean, we did go in on Donald Trump finally, and I'm just thankful for that. But how are we just able to do that? And I know this is the only place we've done that, but it's just, I'm with you, EB. It's like, uh, it's frustrating. Definitely,
1: definitely. And I get it because, you know, when you're the world power and everybody looks to you and um, there's other little things, and that, w- that would be one of the reasons i tell people to do a deep dive in just knowing, having family there, having a brother and sister still there, having, uh, let me see, nine, three nine two eleven 11 uh, or 12, 12 nieces and nephews, three great nieces, two great nephews still on the island. Like you hear a little more things, like if you were to travel to Haiti right now, like depending on who the person is, you might not know specifically where you're at, because you go there and there's a multitude of Polish people. Because there's a lot of Polish who live in Haiti. There's a, a mass amount of um, people of, I guess I'll say, of Asian descent, mainly Chinese, where they are monopolizing all of the Caribbean from Bahamas to Jamaica to Cayman to mm-hmm. Antigua, to Barbados to like wherever you, Haiti, Dominican Republic, like where the Chinese is just just spreading out far and wide. Um and for America, from stuff that you either read or see, like America finds ways to intervene when other people, and I'm not saying, I don't know what China lineage or what their history got going on, but when I talk to my people, they enjoy it because they see stuff getting built, they see schools being for free, they see hospitals functioning, and then America comes through because they, they feel threatened by having what would some would consider their ally size slash rivals in close proximity to their mainland, and that's one of the things that i know america is always nervous about when they start seeing certain things and it's like well you're not helping like allow another fellow human being on this earth to help out a place that they see um in despair or in dire need um you just have maybe a couple years ago finally got the stamp of approval from the um, international monetary fund or the world bank to say that haiti no longer owns or owes i'm sorry not owns no longer owes france and you're talking about. Like, just imagine this, guys. Like, somebody enslaves you. You fight for your freedom, and the entire world says you have to pay them back x amount for this amount of years. And this is mm. 1800 up, up until not too long ago, like 2015, 2016, where Haiti finally got their their stamp of approval, saying, "All right, we're finally done." And it's like, I gotta pay for my freedom. Like, like, huh? Like, I'm paying reparations to you when you enslaved me, and I just fought for my freedom. Like that is just, wild, mm. and the, the world just sat back, of course, naturally, um, and just watched the destruction. I mean, in other days, it's just funny to see how America continues to invade all different parts of the world. And it's just like, like Sabrina just said, like, go into one of your schools, go into your communities. Like, why do we still have so many homeless people? Why do we still have veterans who don't have basic rights to health care? Now, I know some of them do, and they don't take advantage of it. Just knowing um, my wife, who used to work as a case manager for veterans, some of them have more benefits that a person can count. But it's a lot of them who don't. Or how do we educate them on those who do, who don't know they do? Like, you know who's tapping into it. Like, you know, it's those type of things that I'm just like, it's so much that can be done. And I'm not the one to say, hey, take care of home before you take care of overseas. But it's like, it's it's better to take care of something than to cause destruction somewhere else. I'll say that. And most times they're just causing destruction in other places and not taking care of home. So yeah, that's what I got. Um, if there's any mm-hmm. closing thoughts for you guys, we can dive into that or we can hit our recommends.
2: It is the sad to see and then sometimes and and then just the helplessness of it like what you know you're like how can I help what can I do how can we make these changes as you know like regular citizens you just feel like you know you wish that there was like something you could how you could intervene um oh my recommend um it's something that I have not watched yet but I'm I'm curating a Halloween playlist and y'all know I don't really do the scaries and the real crazy crazy but this is rated PG-13 so I feel like I should be able to handle it. It's gonna be on Netflix so the weekend before Halloween so we got about a week and a half. I'm gonna try to do some little fun little you know light scary or you know little Halloween-esque movies so this one that I put on my list is The School for Good and Evil is on Netflix with Carrie Washington and Charlize Theron and Lauren uh, Fishburne is on, is in it. And so I, it looks really cute. So I'm gonna check that out. And maybe you wanna check it out. If you haven't already, if you are, if you're into the Halloween thingies, y'all know I'm not with the devil, but I'm into just a little, you know, the fun, <laughs> fun, fun of the Halloween.
0: Thank you for clarifying you're not with the devil friend. <laughs> I also <laughs> have you know, a... some people
2: be like, how dare you?
0: <laughs> no, it's uh it's true. I have a I'm gonna for that very reason I'm gonna say I have a seasonal recommendation. And okay. it is on the Disney Plus vibe. It's Twitches with Tia and Tara, <laughs> Vari. I love a good throwback, especially seasonal <laughs> things. I am in my full seasonal mood, so all the the playlists, the pumpkins, the movies, and then I'll start watching the Hallmark Thanksgiving movies. And don't even get me started on the c word. I Don't believe yes. starting it early, but I do get very excited. So I tuned in to Twitch's one and it was so good. And now I'm on Twitch's two. It's an original Disney Channel movie, but it's actually based on a book series pu- published by the Scholastic Press. I don't know if y'all remember the Scholastic Book series mm-hmm. as kids, those mm-hmm. were very much lit. And it's about two sisters who are separated at birth, but they reunite on their 21st birthday and they find out they have magical powers. And it is every Thing. It's family friendly and it's just feel good. So check out Twitches on Disney plus Evie, What you got? Sure, what was the movie you said?
2: Uh The School for Good and Evil.
1: The School for Good and Evil. So I was just making sure. Um I did see people talking about it on Twitter. And Is it scary? I did not it's hear it's that. I heard, it. Okay.
2: Okay. I heard it was, oh, yeah. just, I was
1: like, I just, like it was a few different people of you know, and you like everybody's good, is different, and it's subjective, but when you see people from different crowds agreeing to something, you're like, oh, I might have to check that out, so watching, and I said, I can talk to y'all about it, or I can, I say y'all, I'm saying, Sharika and Sabrina, and of course, our podcast listeners, when I can think of my homies from the streets of Polk County, and Inwood talking about it, and I see my white college friends talk about it, it's like, there's no Cross section in their life experiences that I know of. Not saying it's impossible, because it could be, mm. but there's none that I know of with the lifestyle that either of these individuals live. And there was a few of them because you see, like the people comment um, on it after. But I would say, I was like, damn, I'm gonna have to find time to watch it sometime next week because I can't do it this weekend. But yeah, um, a movie that I have for you guys, which is also a, on a streaming platform, and it's on the lovely Netflix. I have not watched it, but I see it trending on the lovely Netflix as a top five or a top ten, whatever it is, but it is The Curse of Bridge Hollow. Um, The Curse of Bridge Hollow, where it talks about, welcome to Quaint Bridge Hollow, where the streets are safe, the air smells like apples, and the town's spooky Halloween decorations have come to life. Now, just by that definition, I'm just assuming that somebody got a mummy in their front yard, and then that (laughs) mummy comes to life, and then a pumpkin also decorated is here running people ragged I don't know but that description I'm like oh the air smell like apples like you know like I'm sitting here thinking right now like that might be a nice little candle for just a gift for somebody or just because gift like a candle that smells like apples now
2: mm-hmm. I like
1: the candle, but I've never had a candle that was the smell of apples you know so I'm like what would that actually smell like like I know what apples taste like and I like my fruits um and most vegetables but I'm like what would that smell like uh a candle-scented apple, and so, yeah, so that's what I got for you guys this week.
2: I did see the previews for that, Ev, but and it has Kelly Rowland and Marlon Wayne's. I did see that. Oh, I saw the preview. Yep.
0: Okay, mm-hmm. yes, I'm definitely tuning in.
2: And that's all I got.
0: Same.
1: All right, as always, remember, don't seek Kanye West for political or life advice, because He's still trying to figure out his own life. Treat yeah. people with respect. When you're mm-hmm. at a restaurant or at a place of business, when you're at home, when you're anywhere, just treat people with respect. In human decency, like it's not. Let me tell you that. I don't think it's that hard. Cause I don't know where people's levels of self-control is at. Also, for those of you who love swindling people, like when you have a contest, make sure you got the contest. You got you got the prize on deck, ready to hand out. Like, like if it's a vehicle, make sure you got the keys with the title just sitting right there. If it's money, make sure you got the cash already in the envelope right there. If it's a gift card, have them already laid out what somebody, person A or winner of this prize or winner of that prize. Like, cause, yeah, like stop playing with people. A lot of times people won't engage in some of the foolishness you have if there was no prize to be attached. It's like going to somebody's party and they tell you, hey, I'm having a party, but we're not going to have any food. It's going to be some people who don't show up just because of that they like, well, I don't really mm-hmm. want to talk to you, so I'm not coming to hang out. Because, um, you know, you have people who do that, be like, eat before you come. Okay, I guess I'm not coming. Not me, but that's what some people do. And so just make sure y'all do that. And as we get ready to, you know, continue this fourth quarter of the year, if there's goals um, that you haven't accomplished yet, maybe you got a friend who you're supposed to be holding you accountable, and they drop the ball as we get ready to dive into month 11, and we close out month 10 of this year. And find a new one to close out the year or call them out on not holding you accountable, so to speak be like, hey, I thought you said you had me Like I thought we were going to be working out together I thought we were going to be saving money together I thought we wasn't going to be eating out as often You know, let me go ahead and disconnect my card from my Uber Eats Or from my DoorDash or Postmates or whatever you have You know, let me take off or delete the Starbucks app Well, I'm not just ordering stuff all willy-nilly Because I know some people be making financial goals for the year so that's some of the lovely advice that we got from your lovely kickback family and as of right now this is our christmas gift to you guys these words of wisdom and if life ever tries to knock you down make sure you kick back